Hey podcast, it's me back here again um, on the Toucan Echo podcast. I, I realise that I always say it's me, which is what I say on the phone, but actually <laughs> that's no help to any podcast listeners, particularly discovering it for the first time. So by me, I mean I'm James, um, I'm one half of Toucan Echo, and this is the Toucan Echo podcast where we kind of discuss things either directly related to the band or um, concepts around it that I'm, I'm just interested in thinking about. Um, the challenges of, you know, being creative the mindsets that you need, you know, I think about this stuff quite a lot in my day-to-day, therefore um, it's helpful for me to put it down in podcast form so I can <laughs> sort thoughts in my own head out, but also um, maybe it will help people trying to do the same thing that, that we're doing. Um, I also think it would be a bit boring if all we did was kind of talk about what we're doing in the band all the time. So, let's crack on. Today's one is about being afraid to try. Now, I know on the surface this could just be like I'm repeating the quite familiar concept of fear of failure. We all know what fear of failure entails, really. It's if I go out and try and do something creative, there's a chance, or if I do anything valuable, but particularly something creative, if I honour what has come into my head that I want to make real in the world and make it in that way it could fail depending on what you define as failure but it could not reach a lot of people it could outrage some people it could even not live up to what you originally thought it would be in your head when you try and make it in the real world like your skills might not live up to the vision sort of thing there's all sort of ways that trying to honor that could go imperfectly um and we're kind of conditioned to be afraid of failure through our upbringing and stuff and society at the moment so it's kind of natural to feel that and hence perhaps avoid honoring some creative things or creating things that come into your head actually making them into reality it's there's always the choice there to avoid them because if you go down that path you risk failure where you didn't before or at least on it appears to be so on the surface but I want to talk about more than that. Like That is part, that's kind of like a subset of what I'm talking about, which is being afraid to try. I mean, in the past few days, so I'm talking to you on the 1st of June, 2020. Um, we've, we're still in pandemic lockdown right now, but things are starting to emerge. The weather's been beautiful, so we've been sat outside as much as possible, etc. Um, I don't know why that's relevant. <laughs> but what oh yeah what's relevant is that it's beginning of june and what's happened recently in the news is not related to the pandemic is elon musk's spacex company have launched the first privately funded rocket um to take astronauts up to the international space station this is an incredible achievement that elon musk has done this himself through a company he set up and they've engineered this rocket and they've done amazing things like reland a bit of the launcher on some floating pad in the ocean like <laughs> the audacity to engineer something like that and then the execution to make it happen as a combination of obviously years and years of work and trials and tribulations and huge amounts of money but <laughs> i don't know it just makes me think that look at the goals that you have in your life I'm going to focus on creative things so things you want to make or audiences you want to build around what you're doing 
like I, th I think we're afraid to actually really apply ourselves and put ourselves behind it to try and achieve it like Elon Musk has managed to launch people into space to, in a rocket that they've engineered that is hard growing your audience for your art is not as hard as that yet it's still possible like it's it's like if someone said if you said to your mate down the pub or something i think i want to launch people to mars they they'd go yeah probably not going to happen that's incredibly difficult and it is incredibly incredibly hard but and people would have said that about him funding you know starting a company to launch people up to a space station people have said it's just you'd have to be crazy to want to overcome that challenge or you'd have to be unbelievably driven yeah he's done it like it's actually happened in the world we watched it on tv um it just makes me <laughs> we're afraid of failure but we're also afraid of what might happen if we try i think we're in effect afraid of succeeding i know that it doesn't seem related that i'm talking about rockets and launching people up to the space station but it just kind of resonated with me over the last day or two i was like he managed to do that with such huge financial um kind of people perception like limiting beliefs and stuff and like engineering physical like capabilities of doing it he had all these hurdles in his way and yet he still could overcome them. So it's not about whether you do or don't in the end or how much work it takes. Because, you know, he, he said it took it's a combination of 18 years of work. Like, it's <laughs> the amount of work that went in is very proportional to the scale of achievement there. But my point is, like, I think we get stuck on things. If we, if we kind of zoom back into, like, our lives, our creative things we're trying to do or what we're trying to build or our goals which i am presuming for the sake of this podcast are much smaller than trying to launch people to mars or much easier much easier to achieve yet we still get blocked by small problems we still have excuses of why we haven't made this executed this or this is in my way i don't have money i don't have time i don't have space yet just just put yourself like kind of be a bit a bit bold here and just say that broadly as a human i have the same ish capabilities of elon musk in terms of like my biology i'm a i'm a human he's a human we're much closer to each other than like a ant is to a human <laughs> even though it may not feel like that weird comparison but just like he's a he's just a, a guy and half these people uh, even in creative fields half these people who achieve what you would say would be unbelievable scales of achievement like really solid pieces of work like they are also just humans <laughs> and on the scale of things if you could be a rock or a tree or a car or a human like you're pretty close in terms of capability um you know the, these people are super intelligent super driven etc um and i'm not saying that, that doesn't contribute but i'm saying you know if we're if you're kind of fortunate enough to be have the time to listen to this podcast it means that you've got excess um opportunity and freedom um to be able to go and do something so 
although I'm not saying that like every single person could be a billionaire or every single person can launch something into space, I just think we can use that kind of a massive, massive human achievement um, to put our own goals in context. And it's also people who overcome, it's not just people who do these big scale things, it, it, it could be things that people overcome within their own lives that are really impressive, you know, um, Nelson Mandela coming out of however many years he spent in jail. Um, yeah, people who have, um, who overcome like injuries or disabilities to compete at the Paralympics, like uh, people who overcome, you know, really difficult childhoods or oppression. There's all sorts of examples of how human endurance and human spirit can overcome even the most difficult of circumstances. So let's take those two things. Let's take the fact that <laughs> a dude, Elon Musk, was able to achieve his dream of launching people into space and the fact that people with way worse circumstances than, than you may or may not have, I don't want to generalise, but, you know, people uh, people can overcome really difficult um, set of cards that they've been dealt or something that happens to them um, and still achieve amazing things and live happy lives etc so all of this just makes me look at what I'm trying to achieve and what I'm building up to be so difficult or have so much to overcome and it just kind of pales in comparison I guess um, it makes me think that the things that I think are blocking me really aren't and there's something else going on because, you know, for instance, I'll, t I'll take a Tukaneko example specifically that um, me and Harry want to up the amount of practice that we do. Um, so we currently practice like one or two times a week. Um, this is pre-lockdown. This is when we could sort of move around and stuff. But we, we kind of, we were upping our level of practice, but um, we want to kind of take it to the next level because we found that whenever we've had a gig and we've put in extra practices and we do above and beyond our normal we actually start you know we we start getting really tight surprise surprise we start like getting really good and um we see a notable improvement in like what we can release in terms of like our jams or whatever like when we up the intensity of what we're doing um you see the results uh so we're kind of thinking oh i wonder or no we're not even thinking we're like dreaming oh wouldn't it be amazing if we had our own permanent practice space that we could um, we didn't have to book out, we didn't have to hike our gear back and forth, like, we could have all our video set up, our recording set up, um, and spend, could spend more time focusing on creating content and practicing, rather than, uh, the journeys back and forth, the setup, the set down, because the amount of energy and effort and stuff that takes at the moment, um, I think we'd really like to be able to remove some obstacles, um, and I don't know I don't know if it's, you, you make your own obstacles seem bigger to kind of, for some sort of significance thing or some sort of, whatever problems I have, I'll make some of them big so that it keeps me occupied. I don't know what it is, but if you zoomed out a second, look at all the things that people are overcoming in the world and going on the basis slash hypothesis that you're made up of basically the same stuff. You have human spirit as well. You have like um, intelligence, creativity. You, you've got enough there to work with. <laughs> um, you start to look at the problem that you've made, which is supposedly blocking you from your creative thing. And it just looks a bit pathetic, to be honest. If you really wanted to do what you say you want to do, then 
those problems are solvable. Those problems are within your capability of solving. You know? It's you So I mean, I'm not I'm talking very generally here and I think everyone's situation is unique. Some people will have more challenging things blocking them. Um, but I'm talking from my own perspective and therefore extending out that I'm sure other people are suffering from the same thing and maybe they don't even realise they're suffering from the same thing. But over the past few days, having seen what <laughs> humans can achieve <laughs> in terms of at least Elon Musk being the example that's in the news, it's made me think, here I am going, oh, I wish I had a permanent practice space. That is something that I can make happen if I wanted to. It's, like that's not even me being um like arrogant or um overstating my ability or naive or anything like that that is just something that people out there do all the time music musicians make like sort that problem because they make it a high enough priority that they have to yeah for some reason i'm stuck behind these sort of things i know i need to make more content i know that uh, we need to keep writing songs. I know that we need to get ourselves out there a bit more. Yet, we don't. And we blame lack of time or um, lack of money or like... But it's not really that. It's something else. It's something to do with identity, I think. And this is where I get to being afraid to try. Because we're really familiar with the concept of fear, fear of failure. And that's playing a part of it, right? Whenever you try something, you risk failing, which did, wasn't there before, and failure is really unpleasant. Um, a lot of it's psychological, because most of the times when you try something outside of like extreme sports, etc., like, like if you try free climbing without ropes, I think there's a very valid fear of failure there. But if you are releasing a song, the actual physical reality, real-world repercussions are really small. You might get a the worst case scenario might be that someone messages and says like, oh, this is just awful. Why did you even ever put it out in the world and expose me to it? Whatever. But like that, that's never happened before. Um, you know, not we've, we've got negative comments sometimes when we've promoted stuff, but like that happens. It, they're always in the mix with positive comments. Like that's not a bad thing at all. So this fear of failure is irrational. It, and I also think another kind of way of looking at it is this. You're actually afraid to succeed as well as afraid to fail. Because if you were only afraid to fail... No. It's like if you put your creative thing right at the front and centre of what you wanted to do. If it was life or death... There's a really good example in the 4-Hour work week of... What would you do if you, like, someone had a gun to your head and you had to do this, or you were the only person in the world? Like, that's one of the most, one of the reasons I find that book so inspirational is it actually, like, cuts out a lot of crap and excuses and, and actually puts your brain on the path of trying to solve the problems rather than, like, just be daunted by them. Because human, like, our brains are really good at that sort of thing. They're really innovative and good at overcoming obstacles. That's why humans are, like so boss <laughs> that's why we've evolved our brains are like don't if if it's a matter of survival we're pretty decent at you know overcoming change it's something that 
AI and computers will struggle with for longer than we can. That an unexpected turn of events and how to link up stuff in your part, like creativity, how to link up to seemingly completely separate, disparate things and and form them into something new. We're good at that, but not if we let our like challenges tower over us and we don't engage that part of the brain. All we do is engage kind of fear and limiting beliefs. We we just get stuck going, Whoa, oh, it, it, it couldn't be me that solves this problem. I, how could I be so bold? The, the moment you believe it's actually possible, you believe that I can find a permanent practice space, or you go, I, someone had a gun to your head and find me a permanent practice space in the next week, and you threw yourself at it, you could do it. <laughs> if someone said, release that, release a song by the end of the day, gun to your head, you would do it. Like, you wouldn't choose dying over making that creative step, you know? So, so what's stopping us? I'm not saying that we need to have a gun to our head the whole time to get anything done. Um, that would be an interesting business. I will, uh, I'll sell intimidation to get your goals done. <laughs> um, but being afraid to try, um, it's just flipping this fear of failure thing on its head. So in summary, I think humans are capable of a, a lot, particularly if we prioritise it, put it front and centre of our what we want to do. If you took your creative thing and you dropped everything else in your life, just hypothetically, you just went, right, nothing matters but I'm putting this creative thing front and centre of what I'm doing. This is my number one priority. What would I do? And suddenly things start to come to your head. If you had to grow it, if you had to get 100 more subscribers or something this week, what would you do? If you had to try and create something better than you did last time, what would you do? And, like, your brain has... You, you've got the ideas in your head. It's under the surface, but it's there. You have this capability to solve that problem. So why are we not doing it? Why are we hiding behind excuses? And it's this fear of succeeding, fear of failure. I've gone over fear of failure a lot, but fear of succeeding. Um, I think one of the things stopping us is that we are kind of aware that we could solve the problem, but we're afraid of the results if we solve it. Not just of failing, but of of just the change that would happen in general, Right. take the practice space example again I don't think the fact that we're hiding behind whether we should uh, invest in this or or put ourselves out there to call up some people to try and find it we're not actually f- com- like the it's not just fear of failure it's not just fearing that you won't find that out or or releasing a song it's not just fear of failure if you if you release the song and no one listens to it I think there'd also be a fear of like a million people suddenly listen to it the next day I think there's a bit of imposter syndrome of also what if it what if it succeeds? I think that's under there as well, but it's way more difficult to articulate and explain. But I looked at some of our like I was looking at some of our stuff on our Tikneko YouTube channel and you know stuff with this podcast as well. And I think there's fear of succeeding because if you actually channeled all of your energy into your thing if you actually promoted what you put out like to the best of your ability, if you absolutely had to, if it was your number one job, passion, this is what you did and you put all of your effort into it, I think you know that you would make more progress than you are at the moment. I think you know that you wouldn't completely fail. 
So it begs the question of, you're not just afraid of failing, you're afraid of succeeding to at least some extent. And why is that? I think it's because if you fully apply to yourself, your life, if, if you fully apply yourself to your creative thing, if you fully apply to, if you fully own up to what you want to do and who you are in the world and don't be afraid of putting yourself on video and putting your opinions out there, I think you're also afraid that it will differentiate you from everyone else. I think you're afraid of standing out. So, so both for good reasons and for bad reasons, both for success and for failure. I think, you know, the, these people who achieve massive creative success are kind of outliers. And maybe we're not just afraid of succeeding or failing. We're just afraid of being an outlier in general. We're afraid of standing out and being who we truly are in the world in case it gets rejected. Um, in case we get shamed back onto the path or in case like we get what we think we want and it's not all it cracked up to be I think that's part of the fear of succeeding what if me and Harry you know we built up to Koneko and we found out that and it all went wrong or we found out that it wasn't actually as good as we thought it would be I think as a, that is perhaps an even bigger reason than fear of failing that because we have more to give to our creative things, to what we say that we really, really want to do, yet we're not giving it. And I think I think there's something at the core there. And I don't really have any advice because I'm trying to process it and trying to get through it like myself at the moment. But I think one of the s solutions is starting to think bigger than you have before. And it's a very cheesy-sounding phrase and you know mindset's not everything without action etc etc but if you don't believe that you can solve the problem if you don't believe that you can have more success than you have today if you don't believe that you've got like really great creative stuff that's worth sharing within you then you won't take the action like even if you believe it on one level you've got to go like right down to the core and go i i do genuinely think this is possible um and you don't even have to have crap tons of evidence in front of you at the beginning because you you don't you've not been out there enough you've not made enough stuff but if you know that you've got things you want to make if you have the skills to even create something at all to even make a video to even make a song whatever you know you can at least be better than you are today and you want to try and get some belief like right down into your core that you can that the, the people who your kind of role models, your idols or people you want to emulate, that you can at least start with going, they're just people and I'm a person. So it is within, if we take humans as a whole, it is within the um, sphere of human achievement to be in there. So it you don't have to be like bionic or <laughs> some sort of like biologically superhuman. Like biologically, they're very similar to you. So you can at least take that and go, humans of which I am a member, a tribe of which I am part of, are capable of these things. It is possible. And you can even, like, you can even take, like, Elon Musk's thing and go, he's, like, pushing to what even we, even us as a human race have done before. Like, you can push it even further, which is why you should keep in context that your creative thing is way, way easier than that. And even that's being done. So that's my first point is just start to challenge like 
the outer edges of your belief of what you'd be able to do because that has to in some way precede your action if you really really genuinely don't believe that the outcome will be good like you won't ever do it so it, it you can um, get stuck in a world of like delusion and um, thought that means you don't get anywhere but you need at least some of that to get started you need some belief and then you need to engage your brain and your motivation and your hunger and action to make it happen um, and I think this is becoming more comfortable with what you want to create why being yourself out in the world and just some sort of drive determination like wanting it badly enough to risk that you're changing something that you're changing your life that you're putting yourself out there that you're going to risk fear of failing and you're going to risk succeeding and you're going to you're going to throw roll the dice that you actually have to take responsibility for like the outcome and the choices that you make along the way and the sacrifices that you have to make along the way like you have to intentionally make that decision and it's up to you like it's it's your um thing to own if it doesn't work or it or it does um it's your thing to own if you were if you are wrong but you've got to recognize that a lot of stuff around that is is kind of in your head it's like other people's opinion of you and potentially shame of being off the path or people thinking that you've changed or there's a lot of there's very little physically stopping you there's a lot emotionally stopping you i guess there's a lot of fear and um in sort of the words of seth godin you can't you you can't you'll never eliminate it fit like fear even though even your role models that have achieved like one they probably don't feel like they've finished that they're constantly trying to improve so you, there's no finish line that you cross and then you're there i mean people have goals that they achieve but you don't just you don't just stop wanting to improve or change or evolve then so it's accepting that like what you want's always going to evolve and change so as long as it's not happiness that you're after from achieving that goal and it's something kind of more fulfilling deeper that that drives you to keep doing stuff day after day after day not not like a, I'll be the moment I get this thing or I get this title then I can allow myself to be happy it's about being happy along the way um, because you're never going to arrive, so you might as well be happy along the way. Um, so, it's, you, um, yeah, the Seth Godin thing is that you're never going to eliminate fear. All those people who've who've achieved what you think you want to achieve, who've crossed that kind of metaphorical finish line of your goal, like they're still afraid when they go out and uh, speak in public or pay or you know um, perform or release music or what, whatever that. They still get afraid. They still have to battle the same thing. This is what the War of Art talks about. Like, They still have to battle that resistance every day that you think you have to beat now and then is parked forever and will never come back to get you. Um, so it's actually developing a good ongoing relationship with fear and with techniques to sort of deal with it so it doesn't floor you. And yes, I think that's it those are the only things I can kind of say and it's so much easier to say than do because you know this whole podcast has been about stuff that we seem to be struggling to do in our creative world and I think we're hiding behind excuses of time of money of like it not being presented right to us but 
it's and I think that's partly because we don't have the the faith we're worried that we're misusing our energy or resources to something that may be a dead end um and there's a difference between I'm sort of really going around in circles here but there's a difference between like strategy and tactics your strategy is something that you could that that lasts a long time hopefully if you've got the right one it's it's a, a mode of being for an extended, consistent period of time. And then there's the tactics that you do day to day, these things you try that might be dead ends. <clears throat> You're going to go around lots of little paths that might be wrong or lead you around in circles or be dead ends. And I think if we focus too much on the um, present tactic and that doesn't work and we use that to symbolise the whole strategy not working or we make or we rethink our whole life every time some little thing goes wrong, it's just exhausting and you're never going to get anywhere. The strategy is that long-term trajectory, this I'm going to consistently make content for 10 years, um, I'm going to consistently put out songs, I want to get to this eventual goal. That's the strategy and, and you, the tactics are like how you move day to day along that, keep moving on that path, not not like the be all and end all every time something goes wrong. So think we've gone this is more reflective than other podcasts because i don't i don't have like a ending point to give you but i wanted to explore it a bit because i think this is something we're struggling i think this is holding you know me back way more than actual obstacles out in the world it's this psychological thing it's this it's this fear of like what if i put myself in a youtube video and actually said what i think what if i really owned up to everyone in my life that i really want to do something creative um, and owned up to the fact that that might go wrong and I might have made a wrong decision and I was brave enough to stray off the path and might have got cut down for the hubris that I showed to try and believe that I had something to say, this kind of imposter syndrome. I think we need to bring that into focus because I think that's actually what's stopping us. And one of the ways to recognise that that's stopping you is these questions of, if someone had a gun to your head, would you be able to make a video today? If... Um, I don't know, you lost your job and you lost everything and the only thing that you were able to do or allowed to do or whatever was this creative thing. What would you do if you kind of had to give your best shot of it working? I think that's when you'll reveal that actually you're kind of half-arsing it um, and you think it's because you're so busy or because it's so hard. But Elon Musk just sent some people into space. What you're doing is not hard compared to that. And you are capable of <laughs> doing more than you can do now, right? So you need to somewhere find that hunger, find that drive to overcome these little things. And then you'll start to build momentum. And once you've got that momentum, and once you're off from that like standing start, I think that's when things start to happen. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast today. It's food for thought, definitely. I don't think I've solved anything. I feel like even now, I feel like who am I to talk about this stuff or who am I to give you advice on this stuff when this is like my biggest struggle at the moment because I'm saying I want something yet I'm not really acting in accordance because I've got psychological things blocking me and I'm, and they're manifesting in front of me as things in the world as, oh, we don't have a permanent practice space, therefore we can't. But like... If I wanted that really badly, if I wanted that life or death like, like an organ transplant or something, <laughs> you could make it happen.
Um, and I think that's what hustle is. So go find it. You've got it in there. You've got your hunger. You've got drive. You've got intelligence capability. Set your brain onto these problems that are in front of you because a lot of them are in your head. Cool. Well, I hope this is helpful. This is certainly helpful to me. Um, go create something today. All right. Thanks. I, I don't know why I'm ending it like a phone call. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.